0: Hello and welcome to In Bed With Lucy. I'm Lucy Price and I'm here to tell you the tales of a high-class escort. A behind-the-curtains discussion about sex work from a sex worker. Everything I discuss is of my own opinion and experiences and it does not reflect on the community at large as everyone experiences sex work differently. This podcast contains explicit and sexual language Topics that may trigger sexual assault, violence, and discussion on drug and alcohol use. This may offend some viewers, so please be aware if this is an issue for you. If you are under the age of 18, please stop now and kindly go back to the Disney Channel. For everyone else, let's get this party started. Hello and welcome to In Bed With Lucy. You're talking with Lucy, Bryce herself, lucky you. <laughs> you know, I was going to write like this whole like structure, structured script of what I was going to talk to you about in my very first episode, but you know what? I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to wing it like I do with everything else in life. But I kind of feel like I'm going to discuss with you the conception of the, the idea of the you know, all the backgrounds to the reasons why I chose to be a sex worker. And, um, yeah, so I just thought, you know, okay, so we'll start at the beginning. So basically, like, I've always been a very highly sexual person, like, if not a little too highly sexual and inappropriately highly sexual. But having said that, I didn't actually lose my virginity until you know, later on in, in my teens, unlike a lot of people that I know that lost their virginity a lot younger, but being highly sexual and actually having the sex was two totally different things as a young child. So basically, um, yeah. So having said that, yes, I was a sexual person, but I wasn't necessarily just sexual with everyone. It all depended, like it all was down to the fact of how that person reacted to me like I would definitely have to be in a situation where that person was obviously feeding off my energy or whether I was feeding off their energy like it had to be some type of like mutual you know chemistry or something so you know yeah generally I was pretty full-on and pretty sexual with the people that I wanted to be so yeah anyway um so, a bit more history. So, I left a long-term relationship that I was in that was definitely non-sexual based. Like, well, basically almost like brother and sister. And, um, yeah, it was a weird relationship and I feel like I lost a big chunk of my life. But I wouldn't take anything back because, you know, I've had those experiences. I've lived those lives, that life. And, you know, it's structured me to be the person that I am. So, I don't want to take any of that back. So yeah, coming out of a long term relationship, I just thought, you know, fuck it i I want to do me. Like, I just, I just want to not be settled down. Like, I just don't want to be, you know, stuck to somebody. I just want to do my own thing. So that's what happened. I did my own thing, and um, I remember, <laughs> like, the whole idea actually was birthed from, believe it or not, and as as cliche as this sounds, it all birthed from this idea where I was part of this Facebook group. And this Facebook group um, was called Bad Girls Advice. And they were on the news and, you know, they've done a, a couple of things that have gotten them a little bit of, you know, unwarranted attention. So, you know, anyway, it was just basically about girls that just, you know, discussed things in their life that were, you know, key issues from lifestyle, relationships, boyfriends, cheating, I don't know, some controversial stuff. There was a girl I remember on there that was like, I don't know, she used to make posts about incest and she got pretty like popular from that. So, you know, good luck to her. So yeah, basically it was a page and I noticed that a few people had actually discussed a Website called Seeking Arrangements. Now, Seeking Arrangements is actually quite significant because that's where it all started for me personally. So, Seeking Arrangements is a website where sugar babies, sugar mummies, and sugar daddies um, create profiles so then they can actually, you know, connect with whatever it is that they want to connect with and make mutual arrangements in regards to time and money. So, anyway, this one day in, I think it was September, October, November 2016, I created a profile on Seeking Arrangements. And funnily enough, I used my dog's name as my handle, which, yeah, I just thought it would be easy to remember. So, you know, I just, I used that and I created a Snapchat and I also created an email account so I could communicate with them without actually giving out my phone number. So like, yeah, I was pretty smart at the beginning. So anyway, like I created this profile and I spoke to a few, um, I guess, potential clients, but nothing really came through of it. So, you know, like I was kind of almost letting that idea fizzle out because really, it, maybe I just didn't have the right, I don't know, photos or something, but yeah, it just really wasn't working out for me. So anyway about a week later i end up getting i get this like um message from a profile called the experience and i realize it's a girl and i'm like that's interesting so like whatever anyway the girl was saying that she is she has a partner and that she's looking for A sugar baby arrangement for something like once a week or something like that to um, actually come to Sydney and um, play with her and her partner or whatever for a certain amount anyway at first like I was kind of like reluctant but you know what like nothing really pulled through so I thought to myself I was like fuck it I'll just I'll go with it and see how we go so um yeah I replied back I'm listening. That was literally all I wrote back. I was like, I'm listening. Me being the power tripper that I am. (laughs) God bless. Like now that I think about it, I think that's pretty hilarious. But anyway, the story, the plot thickens. (laughs) So hang tight. Um, I reply back and, um, I say I'm listening and she wrote that she would like to meet up with me and that she had, you know, she wanted to send me a photo, and they couldn't do that on the website. So, if she could connect with me out of the website, so um, th- being a little, ex- did I give her my Snapchat or did I give her my email? I fucking, I feel like I just text her, which was probably like the dumbest thing. Now that I think about it, but it just, this just goes to show what newbies do. Like we just we make we make mistakes, but we live and learn, and hopefully it doesn't like you know. Get you in too much trouble, so yeah. Most of the time, you just got to go on intuition. But anyway, I think I texted her back. So I messaged her and I was like, "How can I help? What can I do?" And she wanted to meet up with me the following week. And I thought, "Fuck, this is actually happening pretty soon." So like, this person's pretty serious. So like, I might, I might actually, you know, follow this up because it sounds like a sweet ass idea. So she basically said like, oh, you know, my man's really clean, financially stable, blah, 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 wank, wank, wank. stroke my dick. Um, come meet me next, like the following Thursday. Anyway, so I, stupidly enough, ended up going up to Sydney to meet her. Anyway, so I go and meet this chick um, up in Sydney and she turns out to be a pimp. Like I can get into the whole story, but she basically convinces me to work for her and give her 40% of my money and say that she's mentoring me when really she's not. She's filthy ass pimp. Like she dirty ass pimp. But anyway, we won't go there. Um, so I was stuck in that scenario for possibly, probably around about three months until I was like, you know what, bitch, suck my dick. I'm out, bitch, I'm out. So I sent her a text one day and I was like, bitch, I'm out. Like, enjoy your life. And she, like, tried to tell me I can't work in Sydney. So I just want to make mention that the very first thing that I did was tour Sydney. Never, ever, ever tell me not to do something. Because I 100% guarantee you I will do it. So, yeah, that was the first thing I did. And I made sure that my first ad was on Scarlet Blue, which Scarlet Blue is a website that the majority of escorts put their ads up on. But why that's significant is because she's so exclusive to Scarlet Blue. So I'm like, you know what? Like, you told me I can't work in Sydney, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tour Sydney. And he told me I can't work, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my ad right next to yours. Like, bitch, don't tell me not to do something, because I'm I'm 100% definitely going to do it. So anyway, um, I ended up funnily enough, opening up to a family friend of mine who is basically like my uncle. Um, I see, I see him as a very, you know, big role model in my life. And I thought, you know, I really want to do this. Like I enjoyed the work. It's just, I didn't want to work under anyone else. And I knew that wasn't an option. So I needed to figure out what to do or, you know, basically how to run a I knew how to run a business, but I just basically needed to know how to run that business. You know what I mean? Like I just needed to know and figure all that stuff out. So I opened up to my uncle and, well, I definitely opened up to the right person because he books escorts all the time. I'm talking lots and lots and lots of escorts. So he said to me, I'm going to take you out to dinner and um, I'm going to introduce you to Victoria. Now, Victoria is very significant in my story. Victoria is the reason it all began. So if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here. So anyway, we arranged to go to dinner and we went to a Japanese restaurant, a local Japanese restaurant. And it was, oh, my God, it's my favorite restaurant. But anyway, I went to a Japanese restaurant and I remember like because I picked her up from the train station because she actually traveled from um, Sydney. Now, this is. This girl's overseas, like, this chick is, like, $10,000 a night, like, she's, she don't fuck around, like, anyway, I remember I drove in my, god, I think about it now, oh my god, shame, um, I picked her up from the train station, and I remember seeing her walking out of the door and thinking, holy fuck, I look like ratchet compared to her, like, oh my god, and I've dressed up for the occasion, like, I'm absolutely mortified, but anyway, she was so gorgeous. She was absolutely amazing. Like, she was the nicest. I, I Like, that was literally the only time I've seen her. But she's just the nicest person I've ever met. And everything about her just reeked elegance. Like, even the way she did her eyeliner. Like... When I do my eyeliner, I don't know about you, but I look like I'm about to have a seizure. She looked like she was about to jump out of Vogue magazine. Like, I was like, how is that even possible? But anyway, she did it. So she's gorgeous. Congratulations. Take your hat off to her. So, yeah, um, we went to dinner and over dinner, like she was just so blase about the whole situation. She's like, you come up with, with a name. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, come up with a name. She's like, make sure it's easy. Make sure it's something that guys can pronounce. You don't want to have something that's too complicated. You know, make sure it rings, you know. So she kind of gave me like a, a, a background on firstly how to come up with a name. And then told me like, you know, get a phone, you know, get an email address, you know, see how things go. Get a bank account, ABN number, you know, all that kind of stuff and um yeah get ads out there and she even like just gave me a few pointers in the right direction at that time there was like Backpage and Backpage was very successful for me in the beginning like it was there for the first maybe like 10 months to 12 months of my um my career which was really good because Backstage basically um created my branding which I'm very grateful for but unfortunately Oh God, that's another topic. Um Backpage was seized by the FBI, the um USA FBI, and they seized the site and shut it down, claiming it's trafficking. But let's just say Trumpy was just a little bit disappointed that he had his D I C K caught in S T O R M Y. So story So yeah. Um anywho. Uh so that happened and i had like an ad on scarlet blue locanto escorts and babes and yeah basically i remember things just basically like kind of like blew up from there like before i knew it like so you know it was quite a quick conversation over dinner like it was just like you know here's your name here's your mobile here's your email here's your ads now go and i even said to her i was like now what do i do and she's like just wait and your phone will ring. And, like, she was, like, 100% correct. Like, that's exactly what happened. The phone just started ringing on its own. But, well, not on its own. I had to implement so many different things. But, yeah, basically it all just started that way. And I put it down to, you know, the first year of your career is always going to be a lot more successful than the than, – the long term. So, you know, your first year is always going to be, you know, crazy, crazy, hectic, busy. So I found that personally, like maybe like the first month started off slow. And then straight after that, I was like, boom. And I was into like, yeah, I, it was getting really busy. And I know that, um, like I did a few fly me to use, which I felt were, you know, really, really groundbreaking for my career and branding is, you know, being flown to different states you know, for clients and that. So yeah, that was good. And that also helped, you know, build my business and, you know, save cash and things like that. So um, yeah, I didn't, you know, actually really think about the long term until like months into my business. Like I created a website like pretty quickly because I knew that that kind of like distills legitimacy because in my industry, there is so many different foxes out there, like so many fake accounts and so many like you know catfish and you know it's just it's insane. So you know that's why I got my Google verified website because that way I could always be like, you know what? If you think I'm a fakey piss off. I've got so many more hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more inquiries coming to my friend. I need to worry about the person that thinks I'm fake. Especially if I've got a website and it's a Google one, and I'm also on Google Maps, like, please, bitch, please, bitch, please, like, fucking save your story for fucking Oprah, like, so, yeah, next, so, yeah, that, that's basically, like, how I personally started, it, it's kind of, like, a weird story, I feel like <laughs> there was no real, you know, groundbreaking information in, in that whole, you know, intro, but, Yeah, for me, that's how it started. And it all just started snowballing from there when I started, you know, learning and educating myself and, you know, being more in tune with my intuition. And I guess the longer you're in the industry, the longer you learn, you know, the more you learn about, I don't know, common triads of people. Like people don't realize how similar they are. Like the same prank callers, the same time wasters, the same useless texts. Like when you get a quality client come through, they stick out like dog's balls. That's just how common, um, yeah, time wasters are on, you know, basically through an escorting, you know, escorts phone and email. So, which I find really interesting because what's what's the oldest trick in the book to prank an escort? Like, really, bitch, please, don't you have a life? Clearly not. But anyway, who am I to judge? So life uh, I guess you know for me now as an escort like I look back on the beginning of me and I look at all the mistakes that I did like I've learned so much I've put myself in some pretty I guess um good situations bad situations scary situations but I've always um had a lot of faith and a lot of confidence in myself and a lot of conviction in my actions so you know I'm very grateful that I have been, um, you know, able to be able to safely get myself, you know, through the industry without um, any physical harm to myself. Um, I have, you know, had a lot of people and a lot of trolls, you know, try and attack me. But, you know, the way I have my phone set up, it's really hard for them to get in contact with me and even on my socials. So if they do get in contact, it's it's a one-hit go. They get blocked straight away. So, yeah, for me, that's how it started. to, to be an escort you know there's it's still continuing I keep I keep coming up with like oh so this is why you know life lessons taught me this because it's really just kind of brought me to this point in my life which I actually find quite interesting because there's not a lot in my life that I look back on and think that it hasn't pointed me in the direction of, of being an escort because, you know, even my mother taking me to, you know, dance classes, performance classes, drama classes, you know, everything I've learned, business skills. My father was a business owner. He taught me about business, you know, invoices, tax, all that kind of jazz. Like it was almost like second, it's second nature to me. I, I didn't find it difficult to be able to create my business, I guess, on paper Like, I guess some other people would, because I know there's lots of girls in the industry that haven't even, you know, gone to the point where, you know, they have books and, you know, pay tax and all that kind of stuff, which a lot do. I'm not suggesting that a lot don't, but I personally have only really been confronted with, you know, majority being, um, not actually running a full business. So me running at my capacity, I'm really grateful that I was taught the things that I was throughout my life in order to get to this point. So yeah, I'm grateful for it all. And there's really a great deal that I would take back, but it is what it is. So Yeah. This is my first instalment for In Bed With Lucy. I hope you've had an enjoyable time with me and um, learnt something new about me. But yeah, there's going to be so much more to talk about. This is just literally the beginning. So yeah, can't wait to see you soon. We'll chat to you soon. I won't be seeing you exactly. And that wraps up our chat for today. Thank you for listening to In Bed with Lucy. I hope you have enjoyed our time together. And don't forget to go like my Facebook page. I look forward to speaking with you all again soon. Go forth and do good, beautiful people. I love you all and be safe.